Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience, the Tuesday edition on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Steve is still in New York City. I have fully commandeered an office here uh, in New York City. I'm at the Live with Kelly and Ryan building, and I'm going to shoot something down um, on the set with them sometime within the next hour or two. Cool. And so it'll be a fluid situation with Stevie Boy. But okay. I asked about this office because I'm here in New York City. I got this office. No one's beside me. There's cubicles. There are cubicles. I'm looking out at cubicles right now. Uh, no one's in this whole area of cubicles. There's probably room for 25 employees. No one's there. On the other side is mm. where the Kelly and Ryan staffers have theirs. So I can see, but theirs is like glassed off. Okay. So I asked uh, Michael Gelman, the executive producer yesterday, I said, I'm in this great spot. This is wonderful. I'm squatting in some dude's office. I'm sure he's coming back. To which he said, I don't know that he is, because this is like, I think I'm in a sales office, and a lot of them are working remotely now, yeah, out and about, right. and working from home. Point is, too strong of a play to, for me to put up my own nameplate <laughs> on the You're door, because like there is an old guy's nameplate on the door. <laughs> but if I just said temporary office. I think you should. Of, uh, you should put, boy, yeah, Uncle Tap Tap. Yeah, you could do some artwork, put a few, like, you know. I should hang her to the family, I feel like. Is there anything in that office? It just looks like I'll show you. Beige. I can show you guys and you And describe I'll describe to it the, uh, to the audience. Okay, so there's like a cork board. Oh, oh it's like a teacher. Yeah, so I could put some stuff there. Then we got a couple of posters. Yeah, there's some generic Look, posters for like modern, modern family, family, the shield. Uh, okay, and then well, looks uh, out into some people. an office that looks just like your office, everybody. You know, yes, like exactly. it is, you believe it or not. Glamorous. Um, and a and TV. I got a TV. Nice. I got a TV up there. I got these monitors. And then the view, the view that you guys were making fun of yesterday. Let me point out the window. Excuse me. Okay. So, all right. There's okay. an office building across the street from your office building and some cars yes. parked on the street. Okay. Now it looks pretty quiet. Field. It does look quiet. You know, it's funny. I feel like New York, we went out and shot something yesterday. And it was drizzly and about 40 degrees. Ew. And I tell you what, you want to go, you want to be in Times Square on a non-crowded day when it's 40 and drizzly, <laughs> people just stay away. It was the, it was the quietest I've ever seen Times Square during a weekday, like yeah. an afternoon. Like, gosh, so it would have been like the 80s and, and yeah, the 80s for me. New York, you could, I mean, the sidewalks are just jam packed with people during the day and that doesn't seem to be the case, especially since the pandemic. Like, I mean, you 
to get where you want to go, there's like people you if you put your elbows up, you know, there'd be people on both sides in front of you, behind you, on the sides of you. Just constant. It doesn't feel quite that same way in, mm-hmm. in New York anymore. And I bet some of it is pandemic. Yeah. And then if you get, all you need is one variable to change just a little bit. Yep. And then the crowds really go down. But, you know, I ended up finding my way to Times Square again last night. And I was like, oh, look, there are quite a few people here. And this was at a time when the Broadway shows were those that were up, were up and happening. So uh, more to come on my giant New York City fail that happened last night. I will tell you about that uh, after we take a break. But first, it's a big day in Hollywood, not just New York. It is because the Academy Award nominations have been announced. Um, I can tell you right off the bat that The Power of the Dog is the front runner right now with 12 we nods. We have to watch it. Yeah, it's available. I mean, it's free. Then we've got Dune right behind with 10 nominations. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, wow. But one note there. That's a big number, but I, I understand that they did not um, get any acting categories. I think you're or right. directing categories. So I, there might have been like a lot of visual kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I, I would don't know. say. The there's number's like, a little misleading. I think. Yeah, there's like best score for Han, Hans Zimmer. Oh, there's, yes. uh, let's see here. What else did they get? Yeah, I think you're right about that. It's more technical stuff for Dune. But... Um, House of Gucci got snubbed. There was only one single nomination, and that was for makeup and hairstyling. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, so that means Lady Gaga, who did the full transformation, Mm. it did not end up in another Oscar nomination. What do you do, you know? What do you do? What do you do? Your best next time. That's what we want you to do. Work on that accent. Um, You want to go down like the biggies? Let's do um, actor, actress, and best picture. We can run down those really quickly. Okay, so best actor. We've got a lot of big names here. You've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, aforementioned. Andrew Garfield got a best actor nomination for Tick, Tick, Boom. He was great in that. Will Smith, we all saw this coming. This feels like the year that Will Smith wins the Oscar for his portrayal of uh, in King Richard as Venus and Serena Williams' father. And then, talk about a powerhouse, Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. I definitely want to see that. That's available, I think, online right now. Uh, Best Actress, we've got Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Don't know what that is. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos. Jessica Chastain, who was... Absolutely amazing in the eyes of Tammy Faye, mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. She was unbelievable as you, Princess would Di. You, now, I know we haven't seen all these categories, but you were really taken by Kristen Stewart. You feel good if she walks away with the Golden Trophy? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it might be her time. I think it's, you know, she's been doing this for a long time. And this was a role that I think is going to be pivotal for the rest of her career. You can see it. You can rent it now on Amazon Prime because you hadn't uh, until then. If you didn't see it in theaters, you were out of luck. But now three dollars. That's where I watched it. It was great. Um, I I liked it. I mean, slow. Steve, you shouldn't watch it. (laughs) No, you wouldn't like it. No, definitely not. (laughs) The trailer felt good for me. Uh, let's go now to Best Picture. So Best Picture, remember, they changed this a number of years ago, where I believe it used to be five. Now it's um, everybody. And then they said it can be, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. more or less, it feels like it this year. 
It can be up to 10 because oh. the Academy did not want to be hamstrung by only five. So it can be five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We've seen years with different numbers. This year it is a full 10. So if you thought it was not a great year at the movies, the Academy disagrees. Your nominees for Best Picture for the Academy Awards are in alphabetical order. Oh. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune did get a Best Picture nom, uh, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story, mm. which I feel happy about that because it did really poorly at the box office, and I had heard great things about it. Critics were saying really great things about it. Yeah, it's, uh, I so hear I'm it's happy great. that that ended up being the case. Yay! Uh, we'll go. We'll yeah. run down like uh, best songs coming up at ten o'clock in the beat. We'll do that, yes. and then we'll revisit this in hour three of the Donna and Steve experience. Again, I'm live here in New York City, and I went out and about on the town last night after people sort of convinced me to do so. And it was an epic fail. <laughs> I will tell you what I tried yes. to do, but didn't do. When we return, it's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated. And that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability peer pressure i love it yeah you get cardio strength classes yoga and a bunch more get five dollar enrollment if you join the y by february 10th and 25 percent off dues through april sign up at ymcanorth.org hey good morning welcome back thanks for listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's donna valentine yeah. that's steve patterson he's in new york city don mclean is with us at as well. Hello. And would you like me to uh, hit this d- button, Steve? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. I That's won't. Okay. Let's just turn, listen to this then. Yeah. Woo! Hey! Dance party! What a song. Yeah. What a great song this is. It is. I really like it. You know, it. and I played it in the car with my daughter. Yeah. And I was like, isn't this great? And she's like, yeah, I don't really like it. Oh, like, okay. Are you even 11? What's your, why <laughs> are you doing this to me? So then I'm suddenly choogy in the front seat, like, I'll be the same. <laughs> <laughs> you made it, it like theater. Fine. You did a musical theatered it up there. Yes. I'll be the she same. She likes acting. I thought she would have appreciated that. Uh, she did not. Dawn, sorry, I closed my video window. I checked something on my phone and it went off. So oh. you can welcome me back in. I okay, just sure. to make your job Absolutely. more difficult. Um, okay, so I have to tell you about my New York City fail last night. Okay. So yesterday, Donna, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you'll be proud of me for this or not. So we go and we shoot afterward. I wrap the show here. Uh, Michael Gelman, the longtime executive producer at Live with Kelly and Ryan, he uh, wants to see me before we go out on the shoot. And so I get over there, and they're wrapping up their post-show meeting. And the whole staff is there. They're lovely. They welcome me in. They start clapping. They don't need, it was the love oh. of New York. Oh, Steve Patterson's here, everybody. The whole staff is clapping. What? They just gotten a big shipment of cheese. And <laughs> so they said, Steve, can we offer you some cheese? I said, no, no, no. You guys keep the cheese. I'm fine. I sit down. We start chatting with Gelman. We're just shooting the breeze. Very nice. And then he uh, decides at some point that he w- was going to come along on the shoot. So we went out and we're doing one of those stories, Man on the Street, where I go in and talk with New Yorkers. This time we're talking about love. It's going to air on Valentine's Day hmm. um, next Monday. 
And so Gelman comes along, so that's fun. Then we're just driving around in the car, shooting the breeze with Gelman. You know, always good to get a little FaceTime with one of the most powerful men in uh, television. So that was great. He's lovely, always super down-to-earth and great. It's rainy and it's cold. We're trying to find people. We're trying to find people who are not masked because we didn't want to ask anybody to pull their mask down. We were outside, so some people walk without their mask, but some were masked up. So it was you know, a bit of a struggle there. We're trying to find people and all this. Um, I also made a kid cry. I'll get to that in a moment. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh, my gosh. So Stevie Boy does the shoot. I get back to my hotel, and suddenly I feel very sleepy. I order food. It's about 3.30 or 4 o'clock. I order food and food. feel really tired. Hey, you get some food here. Yeah, food here. So the food gets delivered, and I eat it, and then I say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a nap. I'll set an alarm. And many people said, you should go check out The Edge, which is in Hudson Yards and this new area that they've really built up with some interesting things. And uh, there is a 100th floor outdoor observatory. So you can walk out onto this really cool, specifically designed deck and see panoramic views of New York City. And I said, okay, what I'll do, I bought a ticket for 7 to 8 p.m. You get a one-hour window. I'll set my alarm for 6.30 p.m., take about an hour nap, and then uh, go. Stevie Boy snoozes. Snoozes again. Turns his alarm off, I guess. I wake up at 7.15. It was oh, 15 no. minutes into my window of time. I then think, crap, I'm only in, I can only get in there for an hour. So I'm focused. I go. I rush out of there, and I walk out of the hotel, and then I just start walking. I am walking here. So now I'm walking down the streets, and I'm like, oh, I got to call. I I gotta get a cab. I can't find a cab. There's no cab. The first cab that came by, I was too gun shy to hail. Just didn't feel like flailing my arm at that point. And then, sure enough, six minutes go by. There's not a single yellow taxi cab that I, I can find. Finally, I get a taxi cab. Take me to Hudson Yards. We go there. As we're pulling up, the guy, I, I said, what's well, the edge? There's this observation lookout. I haven't looked around much at all. I've been very focused. The cabbie then says to me as I'm getting out, hey, I don't think you're going to be able to see anything. And I said, hey, I don't like your attitude because I'm a tourist. I'm trying to have a good time. No, I didn't say that. And I said, yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's misty and stuff like that. And then I looked up at the sky and I thought, I'm sure there's like a, this will be fine. Oh, this it's is probably be foggy. Fine. Oh, and hazy. I travel through the mall. It's a mall that you're in. Yeah, it's really pretty. Find- I'm looking at some of the pictures online. Beautiful. Just, Jeremy Parsons, our buddy who works for People Magazine, was like, you got to go to the edge. It's really lovely. Sent me a picture of how cool it looks there. I'm walking through this mall trying to find it. I can't find it. I go up another floor. How, where's the elevator to the edge? I need to see this because you go up in this. It- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's beautiful as you go up too. I get there. No one is there. And I think, am I going to have this whole thing to myself? And then I see a sign <laughs> right where the line begins. And it says, warning, there is zero visibility. Ha! Zero. <laughs> it says zero. Not even like low it's, visibility. It is completely nothing to see here. Up. <laughs> zero there. visibility. And if you want to go up, you can, but you will not be able to refund your ticket. Otherwise, you can exchange your ticket to use again anytime within the next calendar year. Maybe the saddest part is, you know, I don't know when I'm coming back to New York or the edge specifically. And I thought, you know, maybe I just go up in the clouds. Maybe I just go up in the clouds, look at the mist, see Jack squat and come back down. I opted not to. Then I was like, well, now what do I do? So then I just start walking, and I thought, you know what? I need a walk. I need fresh air. It'll wake me up a little bit from that afternoon nap. Then I do a 30-minute walk to Times Square. I walk down a couple of alleys that were not tourist-friendly. I was like, oh, man, this, is, this looks like a shady, shut-down part of town. <laughs> Finally, make my way to Times Square, and then I just decided, you know what? I told the kids I was getting, going to get them souvenirs for the first time from New York. Found a tchotchke shop, went in, got them a few cute little trinkets that kids would like. And then I went back and had pad thai in my hotel room. Oh, so I didn't see man. You know what you need? You need a tour what? guide. I'm starting to feel like that. I, what I probably <laughs> need to, to do cool is... to be cool and do things on your own. I need to write down a list of, okay, yeah. on this trip to New York, I will do these two things. I have to tell you. And that would give me structure. The one thing I really, really think you should do, but you're so far uptown because it's, you know, downtown, is go to the 9-11 Memorial Museum. I wanted to go do it that, but I believe it's only open until 5. I see. So I wasn't able to. I looked at that before I went, um, before I got on the flight. A little bit later, um, I don't know if it'll be this hour, sometime later in the show. I'll tell you about how I made a kid cry on the street. Awesome. Like whale, weeping. All right. That was my bad. All right. Hey, when we come back. during the shoot, too. Uh, a new Pixar movie openly addresses a very specific part of the female puberty experience. We'll discuss when we come right back on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. Here are Buddy Boo's. Yeah. <laughs> it's Donna and Steve. Steve's in New York. I'm still here in the Twin Cities with Dawn McLean. Hey, girl. Hey. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I think that was a recording. That's not even Dawn. <laughs> Happy to be here. Uh, okay. So let's talk about this new Pixar movie. So the movie is called... Red Panda. I'm sorry. It's called. Oh Turn, God! It's called Turning Red. Oh God! And, I know. I could do without. Oh, I'm a sad panda. Uh, I don't, I'm afraid. It's called Turning yeah. Red, and it's about a girl named May, 
who starts turning into a giant red panda, which is where I got the red panda from, whenever she gets too emotional. And I guess that's a metaphor for puberty. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene in this movie, apparently, that's a little more obvious. And the first time May starts changing, she hides in her bathroom and her mother assumes that she just got her period for the first time. So she brings her maxi pads and starts giving her advice about how her body is changing. What do you think of that? You know... Before you answer that... Okay. <laughs> Let's play a little bit of the trailer and see what, like, try to, like, maybe get a little Ooh, bit of a vibe. Yeah, I'd like to hear it in, uh, something in Yeah, I, I have it there okay. in Yellow oh, Dawn. Sorry. sorry about that. Yeah, Did you just. Yeah, no, no, yeah just very okay, recently. Okay, 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 okay. Let me get this up. Here we go. Here we go. This is turning red. I love it already. Let's go. But as far as the puberty thing goes, if this is going to appeal to younger kids and you're not mm-hmm. ready to have that discussion yet. Yeah, you know, my first thought was, I guess I've had mixed uh, opinions about this. My first thought was, Pixar, we don't need you to grow up along with us. Right. You can stay there as just this little like safe haven for young childhood. Um and then there's another side of me that is like, hey, this normalizes it. It makes it feel, you know, it's like such a, a an unfortunate, unfortunate that it's such a taboo thing because it is just a, you know, part of, part life. of life for for young ladies. Well, and I don't so, think, I think I don't know, I'm mixed. Don't you, but you don't want them to do your job, right? But on the That's other hand. Sure. Yep. It might be a way to open the door to that conversation. Yeah, I think it kind of depends on how much they... My guess is, based on how stuff like this usually comes out, is think back to the Katie Couric book where we thought, wow, Katie Couric is really going low and just this guy's breath was bad, her hair was stupid, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, nah, that's not exactly the case. I bet you this is one scene... In it, where they address it, and the larger story, and what people will really remember, is uh, you know someone going through the battle of changing and all the different feelings that come with that. What if your kids see the trailer for this? Okay, they're let's just say your kids like seven years old or whatever, 
and they want to see this movie because it looks so much like so much fun. That's a little early, don't you think? Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Wait, say the age again. Let's say seven, seven or eight. Maybe that is the right time. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's cool. My uh, my my wife and uh, one of her dear friends. Uh, we have our daughter Addie, and then they have a daughter close in age to Adeline. I forget the name of the book, but I think it was last summer. It was either summer, maybe summer of twenty twenty or twenty one. I forget. And. Um, they kind of like went through a little book about that. So they would have been about those girls around nine or 10 okay. at the time. And then, you know, let's just start chatting about this so that it's not a total weird thing. Or a terrifying a thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. They need to know. I, I don't know. We haven't seen the movie, of course. So we're just, right. you know, we don't have anything to go off of. But I wouldn't want to instill such fear in a younger child about yes. it because it seems like from the trailer you know it's like all the candles are blown out in her room and then there's this big red river that comes <laughs> oh it's like a, oh. it's like yeah it's like and then she's Did like go a touch too like literal here? it well it's like it's not a river but it's like marshmallow red marshmallows or something like flowing around and it's like a bunch of scary images and I feel like that might be the wrong approach. I feel like parents need to see the movie on their own before they make that decision. I mean, a lot of people don't, you know, they're just going to trust, oh, this is, you know, and they're not going to know in advance. Right, because it's Pixar. It's fun. It's like, of course I'll just set my kid down and let him watch this. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. That was like, remember I told you? I'm not kidding. There is a uh, uh, Pixar has these shorts. They're called like Spark shorts, I think. So these are some little short movies that Pixar people put together. Never intended for a wide theatrical release, but you know it allows them to explore a different tone of topics in language, etc. So we're watching Disney Plus, which I'm thinking more or less. You know, you're not going to come across anything. And then there's this little, oh gosh, I forget what he is. I don't know if he's a germ or what, what he is. <laughs> but then I'm sitting, I'm in the kitchen, and I hear this guy who suddenly is now working in an office with a bunch of office people, and he's like, you're just a bunch, you know why? They're, they're, they're asses. That's why they don't listen to no, us. No, really? And I was like, what? And then Grayson looked at me like, did you just, did he just, and it was something even like, I know you're, maybe you're thinking, oh, whatever, my kids have heard that before. No. You like to know what you're, he- what, yes. what they're hearing, particularly when they're at young, impressionable ages where they might see like, oh, he was funny in the cartoon. He said it. So, Absolutely. but I remember that caught me off to guard too. And, and I thought, kiss my ass or something to somebody. Wait, Don, that's what he said. Oh, he, oh no yeah, kidding. yeah, you're right. This guy. Remember, he gets up on the table, and he's like, and then, you know what? If the bosses don't listen to us, they can kiss our ass. And I was like, what oh, wow. it wasn't is like happening? It wasn't like going to be an ass we... like a donkey. It was... Oh. No, this was not a Shrek and Donkey thing. This okay. was... I was like, can we get Monsters, Inc. back on? Please? Because I don't know, feel like now... I don't know where it's going to go next if he's getting up there <laughs> saying that. That's what he said. Yeah, Donald. they might be tr- towing the... Is that the expression? Towing the line? Towing the line. Yeah, I maybe scale it back a little. I, listen to some of these headlines. Um, okay. Disney's Turning Red is unapologetic about period talk, says director. Uh, Turning Red is Pixar's first feature with an all-female leadership team. Love that. 
turning red filmmakers talk Pixar's horniest movie yet. Horniest. What? what? Horniest? Have there been other horny movies? (laughs) I would also like to outlaw the word horny. I hate that word. I just feel very uncomfortable when it's said, I don't like it. No. Thank Mm. you. Yeah, I think we all need to see this before we really come to a, you know, decision decision on whether or not it takes it a little too far. I'll um, check it out for everybody. Donna, you're such a giver. Thank you. Of course, I won't but, watch it until it comes to a streaming service. So, right. so two years from now. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> None of us will remember. My kids will have all gone through puberty. I'll have a different opinion at that yeah. point. Um, hey, by the way, for Disney fans, your drive into Disney is about to start looking a little bit different. You know, Disney World right now, if you've, if you've made that trip recently, you remember they have those purple signs as you get closer and you enter the Walt Disney World property. And they're purple signs, and then on the bottom they would have like a strip of red. I don't know if this, I don't know, it depends on when you've been there. And then the, the font on the red is in yellow. It's like if you see it, you see it, you know it. It's like, ah, oh, we're at Disney now. Right. Well, they're changing it. It's all going to get changed. And uh, I hear that the it's, it's now all going to like different shades of just blue. And so for Disney fans, all the little things are memories. All of the little things are little pieces on their mosaic memory wall of their Disney experiences. And so uh, they're switching those signs out now. So like Disney Springs, this way, you've entered Walt Disney World, all that sort of stuff. The purple signs are going bye-bye. And they're all going to different shades of uh, blue. I hear that the yellow that they use now is apparently more colorblind friendly. Oh. So oh, that's, no oh, that's good. Okay. That's yeah, great. Don't anything bad about it. Okay. So folks who are colorblind realize, hey, that's an exit only line. Hmm. I have a friend who's colorblind. I'll have to ask him what that's like. I don't have any have idea. Have seen those videos of people who got those special glasses that change? No. That can change and then they can see in color and they weep. Oh, it's like you will cry watching it because they say things like, look at your daughter's eyes. Yeah. And, and they, they see, see flowers oh my gosh, they, look at her beautiful green eyes. They see like colors that they've never seen before, like in a flower field. And they're just like oh, overwhelmed with emotion and they just cry and cry. It's like if you want a good cry, Google that. I wonder how Google you know that. if you're colorblind. There's like, how do you find you out? But what before that? I mean, like, I think you, it's both. After a several month stretch of mismatching clothes, <laughs> coming in a little too chesty, saying, ah, look at this brown suit. Yeah. Everyone else is like, so someone's got to talk to Ron. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Uh, we got to go. Okay. We have to go. So, probably within the next 10 minutes or so, um, they're going to come and get me. Okay. And then I'll sneak away for a little bit. I really want to get to first, though. I need an interpretation, Don. I had a dream last night okay. that had this happened in real life, yeah. it could have for sure gotten me fired, oh. possibly imprisoned. Oh. It involved <laughs> our big boss, Dan Seaman, and something I did in his office. Uh-oh. I hope I'm still here when we come back to tell you that. Um, so why don't we take a quick break right now? You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve saw something in his dreams. 
And he's going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I cannot wait to hear this. Better judgment, and I probably would have discluded this from the show. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's get this in the here. Dream I, is there might the dreamer. The good, don't worry. That's right. And the good thing is, you're in New York, so you don't have to worry in, about. They I'm might New York, say to stay to... there. It's <laughs> a possibility. I yeah. hope Dan's not listening. Um, so again, if I this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I get swept away at some point. That means they're taking me down to the set with Kelly and Ryan to do some stuff. So um, if I abruptly leave, that's the thing. But let we'll me talk this about story. you behind your back. It's fine. And this is not a good thing for me to leave you guys with as mm-hmm. I leave this place. Um, so I had a dream that I was. I'm surprised I didn't wet the bed last night because oh, I was yeah. trying to pee in quite a bit of my dream. And oh, God. so I'm in. That's I'm Especially in Dan Seaman's office. Especially because you're not home. It wouldn't be like you were no. wetting your own bed. No, I would have had to call the front desk. So By the I way, go don't to Dan bring Siemens. Bed you asked me not to bring COVID home, not to bring bed bugs, to leave the norovirus at my house. Donna, you can only ask so much of me. My bad. I go into Dan's office, and I was trying to pee earlier in the dream. I'm standing just off to the side of his office, or his desk, rather. So imagine, everybody, you're in your boss's office, standing just to the side of his desk. He's on a call. At which point, I pull down the top of my pants, oh. attempting to then pull out mm-hmm. my urethra. Uh, I then okay. start. Okay, I wouldn't I pull it to, out, but well, you mean pull I did. out your entire member, not just the <laughs> yes. urethra. Okay, I didn't know if you were doing yeah. some surgery on yourself. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, I did. I extracted the urethra. Like, like, um, let's give it a, a name. I my hose <laughs> i don't like that's that okay we know what you're talking hose. about you're saying okay you think that you i pull with. it out yes right next to his desk i then start peeing <laughs> aiming for a drawer yeah. to get it in the drawer so like if i'm gonna pee in his office at least don't ruin the carpet get it in the drawer you can bleach it or whatever then it starts i'm, I'm, I'm misfiring now let me tell you this <laughs> earlier that night i got up to go to the bathroom and i was trying to pee in the dark and I was missing. Yeah, I heard sounds. You, it's always an audio experience for a guy at night if they're standing. A lot of guys sit in the middle of the night when they go to do that. I stand, and then you hear either water or near the center of the bowl, side rim, side rim, and floor, floor, floor. I didn't turn on the light. 
So then I had already done that in real life. <laughs> and then I came in and essentially the same thing was happening, but now exposed, mm -hmm. doing a really lewd thing, context considered, yeah. right next to my big boss in his office. Yeah. Oh, he's in my there. Question oh, he's, for, yeah, he's, he's on a call. Donna. Donna. He's doing this. He said, hello, yes, yes, huh? And then Steve walks in <laughs> and just starts, and starts in to his just drawer. right beside his desk. <laughs> what does it mean? This is my question. What does it mean? Okay, it means this is really, this is very uh, much in line with what you're doing right now in New York. You are, okay. this is your inner authority within your head battling the person within you who thinks that you said something inappropriately at the wrong time. So all day long sure. yesterday, you probably had moments because Gelman's watching you where you're like, ooh, did I go too far? Should I not have said that? Was that funny enough? I don't know. So you're questioning your judgment internally yesterday about what you should say in the moment. And sometimes you feel yeah. like you're not sure about that. That's what it means. It means you felt like at some point you might, you should have maybe not said this or that. That's what it means when you're do... pooping or peeing in public. Wow. And, and Dan is your inner authority because he's your that. boss. Yeah, he is. Okay, you so go. you went through a struggle in the last 48 hours with this. Because I'm sure you haven't been 100% confident about everything you've said in front of all these people you don't know or on the streets. Mm-hmm. Don, I made a kid cry yesterday on the See? streets. See? That's what? probably what you're... Oh, that could be. And you thought, Gelman just saw yeah. that. What and happened? he was watching. It was So? Well, there was just a situation. I don't want to get into uh, too much detail here. But we were talking with uh, adults in Times Square. And then we talked with some kids outside of school about love and Valentine's Day. So I got these two kids beside me. They're just so cute. And they're real kids are just so funny. They're four, five years old, six years old. That age range is who we're talking to. And there's one sweet little kid, and I, he says something funny, and I laugh, and I'm like, this kid is funny. He <laughs> storms off, runs oh. out directly to his mother, runs into a hug, and I knew, I thought, that kid is crying. Because you're sure laughing enough, at him. He, was, he thought I was laughing at him. So I've experienced this. We have a child in our own family who sometimes if people laugh, yes. this child thinks that people are laughing at them. And I'm like, way. no, this is like a sign of love. Like, we love this. And I laugh so much. So, but here's the funny part. This is just between us. Um, and everybody was so lovely and kind. But then I was a part of an act suddenly because the mother turned to me and I could tell she had rehearsed this before with the child. They've encountered this before. And she said, oh, you're crying because he shouldn't have laughed, right? Because you shouldn't have laughed. And then I'm sitting there squatting down <laughs> on the ground in Manhattan. And now suddenly I am parroting whatever she tells me to say. And I'm there saying, I shouldn't have laughed. You shouldn't have laughed, right? Because that can hurt somebody's feelings. I shouldn't have laughed because that can hurt. Now I'm part of the, the therapeutic act of trying to get the kid to come back and he wouldn't have laughed. Now he didn't want to hurt your feelings and now I'm on my knees. Now I didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, are you oh kidding God. me? No, you're great. We love you. And I'm going through this thing that goes on for a couple of minutes. We got other kids lined up and we're like... And they're like, I don't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> So it's literally your inner authority even spoke out loud and said, I shouldn't have laughed. Shouldn't have laughed. Because it, And then other kids were saying funny things the rest of the time. And I was like, I started to laugh. And then I was like, whoa, Nelly, don't laugh. Because that can sometimes be interpreted for a young one who doesn't know how to understand and interpret all those and things. And they're on TV. Yeah. I yeah. was like getting like scolded suddenly. I'm on the, I'm on the floor. I was in timeout.
I was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I in that Times was Square. wrong. Do you? <laughs> it, <laughs> it was a very weird moment. We we got so back is it that the, the kid said something said, cute and they were trying to be funny. authentic? Well, oh, he probably bless. doesn't know. It was a he. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. didn't know that what he said was funny. Is what it comes down to. Yeah, he kept laughing. He was a very entertaining kid, naturally, really fun. Um, and had like this funny, quirky giggle, and he just kept making me laugh, and it was, it was all sorts of stuff. Um, so, anyway, it was it was quite it was quite a thing. So that was my day yesterday. Um, okay, well now what I'm going to do is go downstairs. Okay. And uh, go do some stuff with Kelly and Ryan here, and then I should be back up. My guess is like within a half hour, forty minutes, something like that. Okay. Bye now. Okay. Goodbye. Have fun. Love don't say anything bad. Yes. Don't I embarrass won't. yourself or us. Thank you. <laughs> hey, what's oh, our by symbol? The, way, the heart. It's going to be the heart. It's going to be the oh, heart. Okay? it is. Oh, yep, great. watch for the heart. All right, love you a long time. Bye. Bye. Okay. Oh. Bye now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that segment now. I'm a little kid crying. When is he going to be on live? I don't think. So we don't know. Valentine's Day, oh, okay. I think. Somewhere around there. Or the okay, 13th. so we don't have to watch Kelly and Ryan every day. No, I think he'll give us a heads up. Just start recording it at home and then we can have it and delete all the rest of them. There you go. I don't have a DVR, but I'll, you oh. know, I'll find a way. Why don't you have a DVR? Does that only come with a cable system? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So anyway, I'll find a way. It'll be on. It'll be on YouTube. Exactly. On the Kelly and Ryan YouTube. I'm You're sure. right. All right. Bye, Dawn. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. No I guess it's just me now. And Rocco's coming. Uh, I hope so. I haven't seen him. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll music news. We will give you the um, the nominees for original song. For the Academy Awards. That is coming up momentarily on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment.